Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Something Super Spiritual and 2024. Oh my gosh, 2024, here we go. Um, today happens to be January 24th, so I'm getting my um, start going a little bit later, but you know what, that's okay. Uh, coming out of that surgery at the end of the year of 2023 and getting to where I am, I'm totally okay with that. You know, there was been a lot of a lot of movement, a lot of healing, a lot of growth, and sometimes the universe slash our bodies force us into that space of rest. You know, and and that's okay. Sometimes we just have to go with it and surrender. So, so here we go. It is 2024, and it's, you know, I feel like this is a really big year for all of us. There's a lot going on. There's a lot coming up. There's a lot of growth happening for all of us. You know, Pluto just went into Aquarius and will be in Aquarius for the next 20 years. And that's, you know, Aquarius is is really much more about the collective. And that's all I'll say about that because we had our resident professional astrologer, Dina DeCastro. She was on the live stream on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever all those streams go. She was on last week specifically discussing 2024 for those of us who, you know, we we make these plans for the next year, right? We have these plans or resolutions or intentions of things we want to do. We plan on implementing, changing. And she came on to discuss all of the transits and all of the times throughout the year when the energies are present of um, in, in support of the work that we plan on doing versus when times during the, the year where it might be a little less um, supportive, I guess, like, like where it feels like we're trudging through mud, maybe. A lot of people feel this way during Mercury retrogrades. So I'm going to rip that audio from that live stream and I'll be posting that next for those of you who are looking to gain a little bit of insight and clarity on this 2024 and what's to come energetically speaking and when when the periods of the year are supportive and in what plans you you want to implement. Outside of that, the surgery went very well. It thank you all of you. Thank you a thousand thank yous for the prayers the mentions, the direct messaging, the emails, um, the texts. Uh, thank you so much for all of that support and well wishes, energy, juju, chicken noodle soup vibes for through that whole period. That was awesome. And I just, if I, if I could hug every single one of you right now, I am energetically hugging each and every one of you. Thank you so much. So let's get into today. We've got a really special duo with us today. Uh, Jennifer Kassab and Susan Cliff Silva. I called this episode stepping into your role with spirit because so many of us are waking up in these times right now, waking up to spirit, waking up to the truth of who we are and recognizing that we have a different purpose than we might have thought from the beginning, much more of a spiritual role, or maybe implementing spirit into the work that we're already already doing. Um, that's awesome. And these two really received their call like around 2020, 2021. And here we are in 2024. They, they started a business together three months after their call. And they met each other online in an, an online meditation group. <laughs> How amazing is that? So so this episode is really special. It's talking about a lot of a lot of spirit, a lot of taking that call, a lot of trust and surrender, a lot about recognizing all of those um messages, the divine messages that come in when when and in the ways where we might not understand what's going on. Like you've guys you heard me talk about my beginning when I opened up with Reiki and I was in the closet and doing my Reiki treatments on myself and opening up simultaneously. And I thought I was losing my mind as I was experiencing all the new clairs, the, the clairvoyance, the clairaudience, the clairsentience, all that stuff. And these ladies too experienced that all very quickly 
and they learned to trust and step forward and <laughs> the work that they're doing today is just it's it's so amazing it's it's revolutionary it's different it's very unique i experienced this uh p out of pure synchronicity after my surgery uh they had given me a message through a friend and they received a message from their guides specifically archangel metatron that they were you know being called to help me you know through this healing period and and just the wows throughout all of that you guys oh my stars amazing i mean just miraculous miraculous healing miraculous validations so i highly recommend um taking a look at these ladies their website is orangelightenergy.com. So I'll get started with today's show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Happy New Year and enjoy. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Something Super Spiritual. It is the first one of 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. I have two amazing ladies with us today that really came to me in a, in a, in a truly magical, synchronistic, oh my God, how is this possible kind of way. And, you know, I mean, for those of us that are working with spirit, which is most of us every day, right? We know how that happens synchronistically with spirit, but when those, they still happen and I still go, oh my God, how is that possible? You know, it's that, that, it's that amazing. Spirit is that amazing. So Susan Cliff Silva, Jennifer Kassab, welcome to something super spiritual. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you, Jeff. Glad to be here. So let's start, let's start at just at the beginning, just a brief little rundown for the two of you, like who, who you are, where you came from, a little introduction, just a little Reader's Digest version. Susan, let's start with you. No pressure. <laughs> so I was originally born in England. I moved to the US in 2001. Up until last year, I was a graphic designer, quite happy being a graphic designer. In 2020, right at the beginning of COVID, I woke up, just, you know, nothing else to do but go for a walk. Went for a walk, a quiet mind and on it all came. I was terrified for the first six months, didn't know what to do with it. And then once I got comfortable, once I was excited about it, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ever since. They guided me to Reiki. Then from Reiki, I got to a meditation group where I met Jennifer, which is kind of the incubator for both of us. And then I don't know what she will say about that, but all of a sudden there was like a one event that just triggered both of us one day. And it went from us going, I wish I had a better connection to be like, oh my God, what is this? <laughs> and now we have a business. Wow. Okay. So when you say it all came on. Yeah. You were just like out of the blue. I mean, for me, it all came on too with the, with the level one Reiki weekend, the it ignited all the spiritual senses at once. But for you, like what were you doing? The time it triggered me and Jennifer or in the beginning? In the beginning. In the beginning, I was just out for a walk and I heard my grandmother speak to me. She had passed the week before and she came through with a message for my mom. And I, I mean, it was a voice I recognized immediately. She, I mean, she'd been living in England. She's not, yeah, it was, it wow. was unexpected. And I was terrified. Yeah, I can, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. I know that feeling. Yeah. I mean, uh, I did tell my mom about it. I gave her the messages. I felt really weird doing it, but I did it. I can imagine. Just from there, I think I spent like the next six months going for walks with my headphones on, listening to people talk about awakening and making myself feel more comfortable till I got sure. to a point when I was like, let me see if it was real. Can I really do this? Yeah. 
I did a meditation. I found just on YouTube, you know, one of those meet your guides. I was like, you know, it's never going to work. I laid out in the sun. I was like, I'm just going to do it. And it was like, you know, you're walking through the field. You're going to your guides. You see them approach. I'm like, I don't see anything. And then, you know, your guide speaks to you. I don't hear anything. So they were like, your guide reaches out and touches you. And it was like I got a thunderbolt through the solar plexus, like to the point I couldn't breathe. It was really intense. And I had to be like, can you stop? Please stop. Please stop. But it was unmistakable, which is what I need, because I have an analytical mind that would talk myself out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Total logic and was override. talking my way out of that. I've never managed to get that sensation again. And when I talk about that, they're like, well, you didn't like it very much. And I was like, it's true, but I'm, you know. Wow. It was. Thank you. It it was definitely interesting. And then with Jennifer and I, once, I don't know. I mean, we always, we kind of got two messages at the same time or two halves of the same message. So things moved really quickly for us because we validated each other. So we really, it was what, October 22 when we both really just things took off for us. Jennifer joined YouTube YouTube in November and we started the business in January. That's how strong the validation and the connection that we had was. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so Jennifer, how did you then stumble into spirit and your abilities and all of that goodness? I was a stay-at-home mom, two little kids. I had, the big kicker was a Reiki session. Oh, awesome. So I had a Reiki session, didn't even believe in Reiki, didn't think it was going to do anything. During the Reiki session, I had visions. Mm -hmm. I was visited by a white light that made me cry so hard, and I later recognize that this was Archangel Metatron. Okay. After the Reiki session, I was fascinated with visions. I just wanted to have more. I just wanted to know what's on the other side. So I keep meditating every night to try to get these visions. Well, I get my wish and I keep getting more visions and I start seeing, among other things, I start seeing extraterrestrials approaching me in these visions. And that freaked me out. Sure. And I, and I couldn't handle it. And I kind of went inside for like six months and kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, that was in 2021, beginning of 2022, I, I decided, you know what? I have to find more people like me. There are more people going through this than just me. I cannot be the only person. So that's when I got into the meditation group where I ended up meeting Susan. And 2022 is just where everything kind of oh. took off with me and her. I love that. You know, Reiki is, it affected me that same way. You know, it, I was, I went to have a massage at a spa and 15 minutes into my massage, she says, I think I'm supposed to do Reiki with you. And I'm all, okay, what's Reiki? (laughs) And she tells me, and I'm like, okay, go, you know? And, and I, yeah, I too, I had a, a similar experience so much that I said, what can you spell? I, I asked her to spell it three times. So I, I would remember. And as soon as I got home, I went to the Google machine and found a Reiki master. And then, you know, yeah, I totally get that. It is, it is transcendent, transformative, trans. Oh my God. Transformational. I mean, I mean, all of it, it's just amazing. Amazing. So, okay. So you two then synchronistically joined this meditation group not knowing each other right? and you connect in such a way that is so deep that literally three months later, you start a business together. I mean, it was, it was orchestrated. There was an event that happened and I had a really intense experience around it. Yeah. And I just, my urge was to share within the group because a lot of us had experiences and things there. So it was a comfortable, still is a comfortable place to share anything. Yeah, oh, sure. And I didn't feel ready to talk about really what had happened, but I was just, I felt curious. Did other people experience anything? So I just said, you know, had some, some unexpected experiences around what happened. You know, I'm just curious about anybody else. And Jennifer was the one that answered. And she was like, actually, I did. Here's what happened. And I I was like, oh, it's kind of different than what I experienced. And I didn't think much more of it. And then a few days later, I just, in my mind, I'm like, I should respond to that comment. 
I should answer her. And I still didn't, you know, I've always been a bit hesitant. And then eventually I just, that voice in my head, you got to respond. So I did. And I was like, how did you do that? And that just started our conversation. And from there, that just seemed, it just never stopped from there. And for both of us after that, then it moved into a messenger chat instead of the chat group. Cause we were like, we can't just be backwards and forwards tagging each other in posts forever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once we got in our own conversation. That was it. You know, we'd have conversations that were just ridiculous. <laughs> the things we talk about just, you know, six months earlier, I'd be like, I was talking about what? <laughs> was it the I same remember with Jennifer? Was it that, was it that like with Susan, she opened up so quickly so recently, is it as recent for you as it is for Susan? It It is. And I realized I need to give you more information because I'm trying to give you like the Reader's Digest version. Sure. But it's really hard because yeah. so much has happened. Oh, yeah. Let's um, talk about it all. Yeah, this is, so, this is the best. So the other thing that happened before I met Susan, so I, I ended up doing uh, like the Reiki master training, which was like, okay, no big deal. And the the next event that was kind of a big deal was that and i'm going to try to give you the readers digest version my husband has been able to communicate with departed souls since he was a child okay he started having departed souls coming to him around that time that were asking for help moving over and he figured out how to help them move over and i became obsessed with this i was like you can do what and i wanted to do it too And so I had purchased a pendulum. I had started reaching out to Archangel Guides, and they taught me how to start working in the astral realm and start moving over souls and doing different things in the astral realm. So that was kind of the knowledge base that I came to Susan with, was I only knew Reiki and I knew how to work in the astral realm. Wow. This is a good balance though, because it's the that's the way it's always been for us. Because when I work with souls, it's usually on this side or in a place of light. And Jennifer tends to work with the darker elements. It's very much a balance. So within the business, you know, we have a lot of services, but we each have our own services. There's not crossover mm-hmm. with who does what. The two of you start talking, and all of these ahas are happening, I imagine, between the two of you. You know, it's like two puzzle pieces coming together and like, oh, holy cow, this is like, it's surreal when things like that happen, isn't it? It's just, it's just. That level of validation can move you really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Trust, you can trust so much when you're, you're getting that. Yeah. That's what I say. It's surreal, but it's so real. You, you, you can't, you can't logically override it at that point. You just can't, you know? Okay. So, so then the two of you start this business, which I experienced synchronistically. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this briefly because I want everybody to know how I how I came about you guys. So as you all know, I did I had the surgery on November 27th and that was a big big fat surgery where they removed like I don't know 10 inch inches of my colon. And I had my last episode that I did with you guys was Thanksgiving and I was saying, you know, I was grateful for for that year and everything that I was have grateful for. And I was mentioning this surgery. Well, Susan, you just happened to synchronistically catch it on Facebook that day that my friend Susan Brochen had posted in her group, Meet the Goddesses. <laughs> and you just happened to have time. So you watched a little bit of this and got the message from Metatron that I needed some help. Yeah. And you reached out to my friend, Susan Brochen. Susan reached out to me saying, you know, my friend Susan and Jennifer, they do these great things and they get the message that they need to help with your healing if you're open. And I'm like, if I'm open, I'm so open. You know, if I, anybody walking by sees the light on, you come right in. <laughs> so then I get an email from you, Susan, and you're like, listen, this is what I was told. You know, this is what we can do for you. And I'm all cool. Surgery is at Monday morning at 7 a.m. And I think that's when you did it. I think that's when you connected and when you wrote everything down with your with your reading or your your healing session, you wrote like eight pages of what you were experiencing. <laughs> yeah. 
And then Jennifer, you did your part, you know, with by removing past blockages, challenges. I can't find the word in my head, but yeah, we'll get to that. Well, so so this was so overwhelming for me. It took me. I got out of surgery. I saw uh, that you had emailed me and said you're going to send the whole thing probably the next day. I got it. I could feel. I could feel the bigness in it, and I could feel the. The, like almost like the waterfall of clearing, you know what I mean? But I, I, I couldn't explain it. I could feel it, but I, I, it didn't make sense at the time. I was laying in the hospital, popped up on medicine, you know, <laughs> I was there for two days. So it took me about five or six days to actually get to it and be able to really like read it and soak it up. Right. So that Saturday I read it and I was I was just blown away. I was dumbfounded. I was gobsmacked. <laughs> the experiences that you wrote about were so incredibly meaningful for me because of my own personal spiritual experiences dating way back to 2006 and 2007. And okay, so I'll tell this little story. Back then, you know, I'd always been open. I always felt like I was spiritual but I never really could talk about like super spiritual experiences. You know what I mean? Like mystical experiences, let's call them, you know, the really deep meaning, oh my God, you know, experiences. After the Reiki, it, it was that all the time, you know, all the time. I go to Sedona, I meet with a lady who did channeling, trans channeling work, I had never spoken with a channeler. I sat with her. I sat underneath this copper pyramid and this copper pyramid, you get inside it and and you, I mean, you, you light up. I mean, you'd like from top to bottom chills, electrifying chills from top to bottom. And, and so I'm just watching her and she's doing her thing and she would put her, her fingers right at her third eye. She closed her eyes and she tilt her head back and she just stand there. For a good, I don't know, th three, four minutes. It seemed like a long time, but it wasn't a long time. And she came back and she talked to me about the Ascended Masters. Of course, I didn't know what they were at the time. I never heard of them. All of these names that I was frantically trying to write down because I, and I, but I couldn't, Melchizedek. Like, how do you spell Mel Melchizedek the first time you hear it, right? <laughs> and Katsumi. <laughs> so, but she might, she mentioned Merlin. And I thought, Merlin. Hmm. Interesting. And being open, but yet logically overriding and skeptic, I thought, huh, well, that's interesting. And I set it aside. I didn't poo-poo it, but I set it aside because I was just like, hmm. Within the next week, synchronistically, I met this other spiritual lady out of the blue and she starts talking about Merlin to me, how Merlin was really connected with me. And I was like, what? How? What? What? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and I was just like, holy cow. And so suddenly I felt this really deep connection with this energy. Having a hard time visualizing Merlin as the Merlin I knew from the stories. You know what I mean? but recognizing there's must be something to this. So I had since then developed a relationship with Merlin as part of my team. You know, now 18 years later that, you know, I truly understand the, what's, what's happening for the most part with my team. And so for you to bring up Merlin the way that you did and the way that you spoke about him, the way that you spoke about our relationship, the, the, visual the visions that you saw between us i mean oh my god it just like i was in bed not able to move and i was flattened i was like wow i love it when that happens <laughs> more please <laughs> so and that was just the beginning that was just the beginning moving through it you you witnessed some past lives that you brought up and and these past lives were past lives that I had seen in hypnotherapy regression 20 years ago. Wow. 
I was doing past life regression. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, I was doing past life regression. <laughs> I, I, in the early 2000s, I was seeing a hypnotherapist. I first saw her to stop smoking. And then I just like, she just became my therapist. Like rather than seeing a conventional or a conventional counselor, I saw her. And she worked with Brian Weiss and, and, you know, I was like, cool, let's do this. So some of the lives that you saw, I had seen and was able to really recognize within my own current state of moving through this life, the fears that I have, the fears of, of exposure, vulnerability, being gay, being, you know, having the torch wielding villagers come at me because I'm gay or because I'm different or because I, I am a psychic or medium. You know what I mean? It just like it was so deep. And I saw that back then. I didn't understand it. We applied different meaning to it, different metaphoric meaning when we were seeing this in the therapy sessions, but it just was like, okay, so I've been being bombarded since, you know, 25 years ago. And, and then Jennifer, the, what you were seeing and how you were removing these blockage blockages, spiritual, like hexes, if that's not the right word, is that the right word? Yeah. I mean, so which, which pertain to a lot of that as well, you know, doing this work today, when I'm on this screen and I'm on YouTube and I'm doing a group gallery reading and I'm, you know, I am pushing through those fears every single time. The fear of public speaking, the fear of exposure, the fear of the trolls, the torch wielding villagers coming at me. You know, I'm pushing through that fear all the time. And you, you remove some of those, those hexes, those, those, like, I don't remember the words that you used in how, but it, it just all meant so much to me. Okay. Having explained all this, <laughs> you guys, I really want you to go take a look at their website. It is, is it Orange Light Energy? OrangeLightEnergy.com. OrangeLightEnergy.com. Uh, take a look at their, their site, their services. I highly recommend because, because it, it like seriously hit me so deeply and you know what I find so interesting? It's like, you know, I, the, the, more we, the more we do this work, the more we think we know, the more we realize we don't know anything, right? You know, this is barely the tip of the tip of the iceberg spiritually, right? And, and when, you, when you've, you've been doing healing work for nearly 20 years and, 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 and you know, many different modalities, whether it's Reiki or or hands hands on healing or the, the there's another hands therapy that I'm blanking on, but to have something so deeply affect me in such a way that just like my eyes were crossed and I was like, wow, I want you guys to take a look at these ladies because they're amazing. So having said that, okay, how did you two re recognize what your services were so soon. You know what I mean? Like you guys met in October, you started this business in January because it was it's just so profound. I just am so amazed. I can tell you about this. Go ahead. Please. <laughs> so, and this is going to sound really strange to a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people have this experience. Everything that we know how to do was taught to us directly by Metatron. That is how it, that's incorporated into how Susan heals. That's incorporated into how I work in the astral realm. That is how we decide every single service is he brings it forward to us. He tells us what to do. He tells us what to charge. And it goes out into I the was world. Laughing because when we first set up the site, you know, we were kind of a little bit lost of what we were doing. And we were like, what are our services? Do we have services? What will we do? And we had three services in the beginning, the astral realm, the storyteller Akashic Records and the healing. And we were like, we, what do we call the healing? And it ended up being healing with Metatron because that's exactly what it is. And no two are the same. So we started with these three. And then, I don't know, I think, Jennifer, you had seen something on Medium about somebody who activated people. And then all of a sudden, these activations started to come through. So oh. we we started, I don't know, in the beginning, it was angel activations and Archangel Metatron activations. And we thought that was it. 
And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm talking to galactic energies about these now, or that I think the dragons are coming through or, you know, it, it just, it was like steamroller does a little bit, you know, it, we, sometimes it's like the Metatron roller coaster because there's a plan for what we're supposed to do. And just, it's a constant kind of, just when you think you're set, another service comes up. I'm working on two right now that are, possibly coming jennifer's got stuff in progress because you just people ask us for something and you go well could we do that and you start looking into how could i do it and then well if this person needs it probably other people need it and oh you know if he tells us we can do it and he gives you guidance on okay this is what we would need to do this is how this would work these are the elements of it that it just you know we practice it on each other on you know willing family members and things and then we're like all right I guess I'm going to do it. And they've all just come around like that. And it just, I think, didn't you say, Jennifer, we've got 40 different services now between the activations and the the other services? Yeah, they just keep oh. showing up. Okay. Talk to me about the activations. I love spiritual activations. I used to do them in my, I used to do them in my, in my walk-in closet. I would go in my walk-in closet. I would sit down with, with crystals and incense and my, a little teeny, you know, spiritual lamp and, and cards, you know, Oracle cards, whatever. And, and I would, I would have my back then iPod, you know, and I would, I would go to whomever spiritual lady I was following at the time go on her site and pay, you know, 20 bucks for whatever activation and, and put it on my iPod and then go sit in my closet in the dark. Amazing. 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 Talk about those, please. That's fun. Go ahead, Jennifer. Okay. <laughs> so the activations, I think where we started with that was actually because Susan and I had both done like a Metatron activation initially before we even had the business. And so we actually have Metatron lined up in our energy now. And so sometimes if I'm communicating with him, which he's not communicating with me right now at all, but if he gives me like a yes or no answer, you'll see like my shoulders move because he's, I'm like a human pendulum and he's like moving my body to answer um, questions. Awesome. Mm -hmm. so, so in case you see me do something strange, that's what that is. But our activations, we have tons of them. So we have galactic activations. We have a Merlin activation. We have angel activations, goddess activations, it keeps growing. It's just whoever steps forward to have mm -hmm. that done. Mm -hmm. But it's sort of like what you experienced where the first part of it is like a guided meditation that you do on your own time. Mm -hmm. What makes it so powerful is the second part of it, maybe even more so because the second part of it is either Susan or I connecting to your energy and specifically lining you up for their energy to make sure that that connection has nothing blocking it, nothing oh. interfering with it. Yeah, we 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 channel messages from, if it's like Merlin, it'll be obviously from Merlin. If it's from like the Andromedans, then sometimes you have a specific Andromedan guide that we can channel. Sometimes it's just like a collective message. Well, some of the activations, especially the galactic ones, they bring you a guide. You know, yeah. they introduce you to a guide during the activation meditation. And that's the one that you will communicate with. So awesome. I, that, you, we went exactly where I was just going to say the galactic friend. So, so <laughs> that, that is, it is really, there's something in that, in the field with regard to our galactic friends, because they, they're coming up more and more and more with so many of us doing this work. They're showing themselves more and more to those of us doing this work. And I love it. I just love it. So talk a little bit about our galactic friends. What, like who, who, how did they show up for you? Similar? And did you believe it at first? Because the first time I read, saw it, I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. You know? I don't speak to them as much as Jennifer. I know for YouTube, she talks about them a lot. She has a lot of guides. For me, it's mainly been for the activations that they would just all, I, you know, for a while I was like, how come they never come to me? And then suddenly, cause I channel the meditations for the activations. All of a sudden I was like, I think the Arcturians are here. <laughs> and it's funny cause each one of them, I recognize them. Some it's a song that I hear. Sometimes it's just the, you know, the way they present to me is different. The energy feels different, yeah. but still compared to Jennifer, you know, she's the, the one okay, with Jennifer. all of the galactic eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the the first interaction was me seeing them in the vision and me going, and, and the vision, what, what happened in that vision was that, to me, it changed all, all of my 
it changed my reality because I was like, oh my gosh, angels are real. Reiki is real. Like aliens are real. Like all these things that were coming out of these meditations and these visions. So I believed it right off the bat, but I was scared of it because I had been conditioned to believe that, you know, from all the movies we have, these are horrible beings. They're going to try to take over our planet. They're going to, you know, harm us in some way. Isn't it interesting how that we go there first? Always, always. It's it's the it's the three D reaction. It's the yeah. lower vibrational reaction. So it took me a long Every time. Every film to... you've ever seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they had to approach me maybe like six different times, six different beings, before I finally said okay. And I could feel the energy, and the energy of this female was so loving and so beautiful that it was it was like Jesus energy. It was so beautiful. And I trusted her and I knew her and I remembered her somehow. And she, you know, she doesn't look anything like me. She's got like blue skin, no hair, like a head that goes out, the big black eyes. And I was like, I know I know you. I know I know you and I know I love you. And, I, and it's like, I've never seen you before, but I know I have. So that opened the door where I was like, okay, this is That's something it. worth exploring. That's it. It's that recognizing that familiarity, that, that that you you that seeing an old friend or an old family member that you haven't seen for years and years and years and you're like oh my god of course yeah yeah and so i talked to my extraterrestrial guides i mean i have a ton of them but i probably talked to one or two of them every day sure they're always they're always kind of hanging out but they're just it's just like an an ascended master guide mm -hmm. there's really no different there some of them are extremely loving i'm sure some of them aren't but metatron is kind of the gatekeeper for Susan and I. So we know any guide, any individual that's presented to us, they've already been like through security. We know that this is someone we want to talk to. So we don't have to worry. I'm going to say though, you're talking about your guides, but when I listen, because Jennifer on YouTube, she talks a lot about messages come through and they're, they're giving information. They're taking her to these other places that, you know, you know, the blueprint of planets and, and it just, it's, it's things that you never hear about things that they feel familiar when you talk about them, but it's just different, different experiences. Amazing. I love it. I, I feel like one of my purposes though, is to bring through things that kind of stretch people's minds out a little bit. Because I know other people, they're only channeling like archangels. I'm channeling beings that I have a hard time accepting it and I'm seeing it in front of me. I'm like, am I seeing this right? Is this really real? Like, I, you know, the human part of me questions it, but I just keep going with it and I keep getting deeper into it and finding out more things. Mm -hmm. What else are you finding so out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think most of it is them it's almost like this big family reunion in a way because they keep bringing me back to these guides that I know but I don't remember and they start interacting with me and it's it's that beautiful reunion over and over again with all these different entities where it's like wow I know you know someone from here and I know someone from there and mm -hmm. and this is the story we all have we all have these guides or these individuals that we've had these lifetimes with totally and and it's, I'm just lucky enough to be able to see it and feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to help other people to see it and feel it too. Cause you uh, talk about it on YouTube, but then she's writing books. They're giving information, almost galactic histories, things that, that are pretty much unknown. You know, they've got us working with an artist who the artwork that she does, Metatron explained it as like a QR code. So that when, you know, when people look at this artwork, they're going to receive energies that will go with this. It's, you know, it's the way that Brilliant. things are right now, trying to tune mm -hmm. people into things, to bring people back to their histories that they don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Connect them with energies that can help right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you said that, Susan, that's, I was just going to say that too. Yeah. That is absolutely, you know, your, your role right now is, is bringing that awareness to so many more people in the way that you are able to. And it's so beautiful this reminder that we've had so many lives, not just here on earth, you know, we've had so many lives in other worlds, worlds within worlds. And, and it, 
you know, like for me, one of the synchronicities for me that made me re just that aha was that channeler that I met in Sedona 18 years ago. She told me she came back from her little, you know, she, she always said she went to the 28th dimension. So I, <laughs> I and, and, and I was, I, you know, that was really new, new age wording for me. So I would say, well, will you go back to the 28th floor and ask this? So, so, <laughs> so I would send her back to the 28th floor and, and she came back and she told me that I had this extraterrestrial uh, connection or beginning or that I was from, you know, the Arcturian realm, so to speak. And, and I was like, okay, you know, that's interesting. Didn't I had that point? I didn't know the uh, the word Arcturian or Arcturus, you know. And then, you know, I I'm, I'm very very skeptical. So even back the very evidential back then, I was like, all right, you guys, you know, show me some proof. Like, show me, like, how how do I know this is? What do I do with this information? Right? Show me. And and sure enough, I'm walking through this bookstore, and all of a sudden, I'm right in front of this book called we the arcturians mm -hmm. <laughs> and and i was like okay chills up and down i've got to buy this book and you know it's a channeled book writ written by a trans channel in the 70s and 80s i think wow. where she connected with the arcturian guides and talking about their world and their connection to us and and all this stuff so so i i yeah you your role is is it's I love how quickly it is blossoming for both of you and, and how quickly you are taking this baton and running with it, you know? And I, I just think it's amazing. And it, and it speaks volumes to who you are and your purpose and, and your, your heart and in the service that you are for humanity and for people and spirit. I just think it's amazing. So thank you for doing what you're doing. And and it and it also speaks to the volume of the nature of this this world that we're in right now, where where we have to we have to hurry up, you know, we got we gotta we gotta kick it up a notch. <laughs> and and I think that's I think that's awesome what you guys are doing. Yeah. Thank you. The Arcturians are really wonderful guides to have. They're very charismatic and very outgoing and have a good sense of humor. They remind me a lot of you, actually. They're good teachers. They're good oh, speakers. Yeah. They're analytical, too. When I mm -hmm. see them come into healings, they're very detail-oriented, very specific with what they're doing. There's a lot of planning to it. You know, some guides come in and they're just like, oh, we're going to do this. And the Arcturians are always kind of, okay, look at the full picture. If we do this, this will happen. If we do this, it will be that. They think it all through, and then they come and do their thing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Do you have experience with the blue avians? I do not. The Do you have experience with the blue avians? I don't. They've been coming I'm... more and more into my field. Do you I, see them? I just sense them and then I get a flash of their of the their 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 likeness. Their their what they look like, you know what I mean? And and then a the feel of like the vibe of of who they are, what they are. You know what I mean? This, this very caring, helpful, you know, willing, wishing for that, that connection, working towards that connection, that concept, conscious, collective consciousness rising to the point where we're all working together, you know, and it feels very, it feels very, it feels very maternal is how I want to describe it. Okay. But, that you know, it, it's, even even in the people, the people that I I might be you know swiping by on TikTok or or YouTube or Shorts you know or whatever and and I might and I'll go by somebody that says you know talks about the blue avians and 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 how they're they're coming more and more into the field of consciousness and more and more people are talking about them, uh, much like the Pleiadians and the and the Arcturians and. Who do, who do you work with most, do you notice? For the Galactics, I guess I connect a lot with, I don't know, I connect all over because I'm working with different groups for every all my clients. But personally, I'm like really connected to the Mantids, which is like shocking because they literally <laughs> look like a giant. Oh, sure. 
praying mantis and mm-hmm. you know that's kind of off-putting for a lot of people but it's the energy you have to be able to feel the energy of them to recognize that okay this is somebody i know somebody i trust but totally. yeah I, I work with the mantids i have commander ashtar ashtar that was gonna be guide. one that was gonna be my next question thank oh, you he's yeah. my he's i shouldn't say he's my favorite i love working with him <laughs> <laughs> too late you already started saying it <laughs> i know <When> I... <laughs> no i do because i don't know his personality makes me laugh sometimes he shows up in full robes very like full of authority like he's here for real official purpose and then other times he's much more casual mm-hmm. and and i'll say something like i love working with ashtar and i see him kind of go like oh, like he's really shy and that just always makes me laugh which i think is why he does it but I just, I enjoy working in his energy. <laughs> what, so Jeffrey, where, you work with Ashtar too? I'm not, not personally. I know of him, you know, through other channelers throughout the years, but not personally. I, I know that he is this benevolent being, you know, wishing for, you know, this connection and, and, and the, 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 the connection from, with humans, you know, the human race and, and that collective working together, you know? But not not personally. In fact, I was going to ask, you know, what 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 race is he? Is he Pleiadian or is he Arcturian or is he is he anything or is he just spirit? Everyone. No, he's not just spirit. Everyone thinks he's Pleiadian because he he works with them so much. And that's where like the Galactic Alliance like headquarters is. But he's actually from the Andromedan galaxy on a planet there where there's like elven people. So he actually has like little elven ears. Cool. Yeah, so <laughs> surprise. <laughs> oh, this is just fascinating. I could talk about this all day long, all day. And sometimes I do. <laughs> um, we have our okay. weekly phone calls and we could talk for hours. Sometimes we're like, oh, yeah. we should probably go now because yeah, yeah. you can spend three hours talking about the difference between a Pegasus and a unicorn. And, you know, that's oh, our team. That's meeting. a great point. Thank you. That's a really great point. <laughs> you mentioned dragons. You mentioned dragons earlier. Okay. So, yeah. so, you know, I'm very open. I'm very open. I'm like, I'm, I'm all, all on board with the fairies. I had a photo shoot with the fairies in 2008 where I went to my backyard. I made this little crystal grid in my lawn. I had my Aww. 35 millimeter camera and I was like, okay, guys, you know, I'm inviting you in and everybody smile. And I went click, 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 click. And, and you could see these orbs around yep. the crystals and they went from from this like light blue, light blue, like baby blue, light blue. And through the frames, you could see them change. They'd stay in the same place. But as I was moving the camera and through the frames, they changed from light blue to green. And you could see the change where there was a bright yellow. And then the bright yellow went into a green from the blue. Oh, it was just fascinating. Yeah. You could see some of them were bigger than others. Did what? I want to try it now. I want yeah. to try it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> see, that's what I mean. I'm very like, I'm very evidential. I want to, I want to see it, you know, show me let's we're, we're all here working together. So yeah, I have, I don't know if you noticed this earlier, but there was a beeping going on earlier and I have a REM pod sitting up here. So the REM pod, which is a, a paranormal investigative tool that measures electromagnetic energy. When spirit gets close to it, you know, it starts to beep. And earlier when we were speaking, it was beeping. I don't know if you heard it or not, but then we got carried into our conversation. I forgot to bring it up, but yeah. So who who showed up? I, I'm not quite sure. I just heard the beeping and I thought, okay, I'll, I'll, thanks for being here, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll look at this later. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they're here all the time with me. I have these little these little balls that flash when spirit gets close to them. And, and they go off so often during readings, you know, when I'm connecting with people's loved ones. And- What's so cool is that they they almost always go off during the message. It's like I've brought through all the evidence to know who they are. This you know information where the person in front of me that knows without a doubt that there's no way I would know this stuff if this person were here with me. And then the message starts coming through. They want you to know how, you know, that that they they see you going through this divorce or they see you going through whatever. They're here supporting you or keep doing this or keep doing whatever their message is. And the the balls will go off during the message. And it's it, it's like an additional support saying yes, I'm here, and yes, this is real, and yes, this is this is so real. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> we use Zoom for that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jennifer, yeah, yeah. I can't. Oh, yeah. You know, when you turn off the the little hand recognition things and all of a sudden we will get like the balloons go up if, if suddenly one of us recognizes something or the thumbs up for validation. I'm like, we have that tool turned off. We're not moving our arms. They're just, it will show up. <laughs> I mean, we're joking about it now. We're like, we have to keep our arms down during the call because I don't want all of a sudden we get like the thumbs up coming up on the screen. <laughs> Jeffrey, do you have like Nest cameras in yes, your home? I have one up because- here. Yeah. Do you ever do you like record the footage? Oh, it's, if- it's being recorded 24 seven because okay, I want to so- see the orbs. I want to see yes. the wisps. I want to see. <laughs> oh yeah. That was a big I, I, thing. This is like, literally, this is a vortex. This is a portal in here. I'm like, <laughs> right, I've got my guardians, you know, they know to stand by, but yeah, I'm like, Hey, you know, you guys step by, step through, step in. I'm here. Yeah. Because when I, cause we have nest cameras in our home and you can see, like, I'll go into my daughter's room and you can see the little orb follow me in. And then I'll go out and the orb follows me out. <laughs> so. That's so cool. Yeah. So, so cool. you know, it's it's your it's your guides, right? It's mm-hmm. it's guides, it's departed souls mm-hmm. or yeah. Spirit. Yeah. Oh, oh, so I got sidetracked. So okay, going back, you brought up dragons. So mm-hmm. I'm very open to I'm open to all of it. The fairies, you know. However, I've I've recognized in the last like I don't know three or four months that maybe I wasn't as open to all of it as I had believed myself to be, because I was interviewing this magnificent lady cook Diane Diana Diane Cooper Cooper uh, and yes. you know I mean she's OG right yeah. she is OG I felt like I had a celebrity sitting with you me. Did. And, and she was just fabulous. And, 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 but then she started, she was talking about the unicorns and, and I started like a little bit of me kind of cringed on the inside. I was like, Oh, you know, and I thought, Oh, well, okay. Yeah, here we go. You know, we're, I'm in it. I'm in it. We're going. But afterwards I was having this conversation with myself. I was sitting with it and I'm like, okay, what is it within me that is cringing over unicorns and dragons? And, you know, what is so different or, or less believable about them than angels or fairies or spirit guides or or spirit in general. I mean, like, what is so different? And then I was like, yeah, I yeah, I just like had this little um, preconceived block, I guess, you know, just that 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 was nonsense, <laughs> you know, listen, do you hear it? No. Oh, I wish you, you could a, hear it. You have a fairy guide. I think she's turning it on. So it's going off right now as I'm talking about it's going off as I'm talking about the dragons and the unicorns and and spirit in general. So I love that validation. But what is your experience with the dragons? Oh, man. (laughs) Reader's Digest version. No, but I think like to your point, even as channelers, even as psychics or people who are connected to the spiritual world, we are all still in a human body. Mm-hmm. We all still have the 3D mind that we have to contend with. And the, no matter what, the 3D mind is always saying, you're crazy. That's that's mm-hmm. dumb. Why would, you, why would you think that? That's not real. Mm-hmm. There are things you see, you read about them in fairy tales. So you seem to, and you know, and you just, you think those things are not real. Mm-hmm. And then you see one in your front room and you go, ooh. Yes, okay. I actually that was that was when I actually accepted fairies was when I saw one go like this with my with my real eyes, with my two eyes. It went in front of me, and I was like, "All right, then." Like <laughs> you know, and I'm I'm such a skeptic that my guides have to do really egregious stuff to get me on board because I'm just I'm a horrible human being. I like being in my 3D, and they have to pull me out of that. But your question was dragons. Dragons and I were the ones that. I got first. Yeah. Dragons, I got to first. They, because we we have a big focus on energetic protection because of what we do. We get quite a lot of interference and things. And Metatron gifted each of us a dragon that helped us with protection. Well, you know, she sleeps on my bed every night. She's with me in healings. They help with the healing work. I mean, they have more than one guide now, but I see them quite often around clients when we're when we're doing work with them. You know, when you're on the Zoom call, I'm like, do you know you have a dragon? <laughs> we talk about it and they'll be like oh I dreamed about that but again they dreamed it so they think it's not real I'm like no and they'll usually give a name or something so that people can connect with them mm-hmm. yeah it's fascinating you know, about you, Jennifer. yeah I mean I'm just trying to think of like the reader's digest version of how <laughs> we, the dragons and everything it's kind of tough but 
I I think, I mean, I work with their energy every single day because like Susan said, we use it for protection. The So just for like general information, if you want to work with like dragon energy or the unicorn or like Pegasus energy, those are the two like most kind of protective energies that there are out there. So if you can embrace that and you can be like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to put a, a unicorn light sphere around myself. If you can embrace that, that's going to be a game changer for you not having to interact with lower vibrations. So maybe you as a psychic, Jeffrey, give that a try and that'll help validate. <laughs> okay, This is powerful. This is the real deal. I am. I, I am going to you. You were saying that. And, and I, I was thinking, you know what? I'm totally going to do this. I'm absolutely going to do, do it. it. <laughs> it's funny because when the activations were coming through, I don't choose the order that they come in, but I'd done quite a few galactic ones in a row. And then all of a sudden it was unicorns. And I was like, huh? How weird. You know, why I felt the same way. Like unicorns. I have I have a 12-year-old daughter. My house is full of unicorns. You know, they just I'm like, what is this gonna do? Um, and I was blown away. I'm like listening to them talk and I'm feeling the energies come through because that's how the meditations come to me. Like I kind of I use an app that transcribes it and I just talk through it as it's happening. What are they doing? What are they showing me? And I was like, we have underestimated unicorns. And it just, they oh. were strong and they were mm -hmm. powerful. And it just, they had this iridescent light that was changing darkness into light and just transmuting things. And I was just, I was like, Jennifer, you have to do this activation. Let me send you the recording. You have to do this now. Because I just, I mean, the fairies too, they had little balls of light that they were throwing at things. I was like, ah, feistier than I thought. I was just, all of a sudden, I was like, you know, the mystical earth ones, loved it. <laughs> It's so funny. You know, I had this experience once in Hawaii and I was, I had gone there by myself just as to, to kind of get away, left my partner at home. I had become attuned. I was working through all of this stuff and all this spiritual experiencing. I was just like, I needed to, I just needed to get away and like clear, clear myself, you know, and just like try to, try to ground myself and figure out what, what is, what is happening, you know? And, and I had had my experience with the fairy photo shoot in my backyard. And so, and I knew that, you know, Hawaii, I've had such brilliant, amazing experiences in Hawaii. Hawaii is like my motherland. And, and so I was out there talking to the Menahune. You know, the Menahune are the Hawaiian spirit. They're the Hawaiian fairies. So I'm talking to the Menahune and I want to see them. I'm, and I'm like every, every day over and over, I'm like, I'm looking for them, looking for them with these eyes, my physical eyes. I wasn't super dialed in so much to the third eye yet. Even though I had had those experiences, it wasn't, it wasn't, didn't dawn on me that I could just like, you know, flip the switch and go there. But I was looking for him with my physical eyes. And after a few days and I, I wasn't seeing anything, I wasn't seeing anything. And I just was disappointed. I, I came into one of the little Hawaiian towns and I was just like, just like, just pulled up and I was just going to get out and wander through this little main street and I parked, I walked out from behind the cars to walk across the street and I almost got hit by this van. This van was going too fast. And the way that I was coming out, I couldn't see that he was coming and he couldn't see that I was coming. And for me to even get out to see if I could see traffic, it was too close to this van. So I step out and this van slams on its brakes and right in front of me is this van, white van with this painted Menahune fairy on the front of this, like the grill, all on the side. You know, when the you got the decals on the sides of the vans, this giant Menahune. And I started laughing. And I was like, I get it now. It was like, that was Spirit's way of like, you know, all right, you need to be run over by a truck. We'll run you over by a truck. <laughs> you, you know what I heard them say? I heard them say, you wanted to see it with your eyes. Exactly. <laughs> and I was this close to it. <laughs> oh, my I God. I love their humor. I think that has surprised me the most because when, you know, when you think about connecting with any of these energies, like you just, I don't know, I guess it's a preconceived idea again, but the humor that I've seen in them and the way that, that things like that happen and the way that they communicate some things to me has been completely unexpected. Yeah. That, that, the I, right. I mean, I love it and I appreciate it. I'm sure that's why they do it. Mm -hmm. You know, 
mm-hmm. but yeah. I love it. <laughs> Makes them feel like family. Yeah. Yeah. And playful. And that's what I love about that energy is because it reminds us of our own inner child and to be connected deeply with that inner child where it's where we're, you know, that 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 childlike wonder and that childlike curiosity and that childlike fearlessness about all of this. It's like all very real to, to kids and, you know, and 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 it's to tap into that that wisdom and that playfulness. It's funny that you talk about that while we're talking about fairies, because in their activation, the messages that always come through from that are very playful about embracing the child within you, you know, giving into the joy and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's always about that. Yeah. Just playfulness. It's it's funny because you guys are like describing it as like childlike energy, but really this is the higher energy. This is the soul self, which is playful and open and happy and excited and wants to do the thing totally it's trying to return us back to our soul self instead of like the 3d all in your head oh yeah so awesome so much in healings i have them bring through i don't know if they said this to you but they're they tried to put the focus on yes you had this trauma but this was one lifetime do you know how many you've had like don't define yourself by this one trauma Think about all of these other incredible lifetimes that you've had, all the things that you have done, mm-hmm. and let yourself be raised up by that. But they talk a lot, too, about bringing joy into every day, doing something for yourself, something that focuses on you. You know, mm-hmm. it's like going for a walk, bringing flowers into the house, eating the chocolate bar you like. It doesn't have to be big, but it's like these moments of joy. Yeah. I always talk about how that can raise you up, just focusing on yourself, because we all get so busy. Yeah. Oh, truth. Oh, you guys, we've been talking for an hour already. So, okay, before we go, (laughs) would you please give us like one last piece of advice, one last piece, words of wisdom for everybody who's watching and listening and, and hearing all of this, you know, extra or extraordinary spiritual talk that we've been, you know, connecting with and resonating with this last hour. Do you want me to start, Susan, or do you want to start? Sure, you start. See if we both got the same thing. Yeah. So my piece of advice to anybody listening to the video would be take the parts that resonate with you. Not everything that necessarily we spoke about today is going to resonate with everyone. Some people are, are going to feel like unicorns, dragons, galactics, and they're not going to be feeling it. And that's fine because we're all in different places. We're all here to do different things. Take whatever part of the conversation can be helpful to you and just kind of disregard the rest. And maybe at a later point, this information will resonate maybe in a couple of years, maybe not, but either way, it's okay. Cause we all just resonate with what is supposed to come to us next, mm-hmm. the next step of the, mm-hmm. the journey. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Susan. I had two parts. The first part, he was talking about trust, trusting yourself, trusting your intuition, like not doubting yourself. Cause so many of us from, you know, any number of reasons, just we're, it's again, it's like that not believing things, not thinking it's real, but if, if it feels real to you, if you feel the connection then trust it, he's talking to you about being brave, that you don't come here to live a calm and quiet life, one that's uneventful. You come here to have experiences and to learn things. And if opportunities come into in your way, if you're excited about it, then try it. Push yourself, push yourself out of that comfort zone and do it. You know, if you don't like it, you don't have to stick with it, but try. Because if you just keep yourself stuck in that space, you're closing yourself off to so many opportunities, things that could lead you to having your own business and talking about dragons on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. (laughs) No, but you think it like, you know what it is? Jennifer and I, we got here through trust, but it was not through big leaps. I mean, yes, YouTube was a leap. Setting up a business was a leap, but there was a thousand small choices in between that. If we had chosen any one of them differently, the outcome could have been completely different. Mm -hmm. If we'd been fearful, if we hadn't done it, you know, just think it's not, they don't just want to push you off a cliff every time. You know, it could be a choice. Do you want to go left or right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to mm-hmm. go up or down? Whatever those choices are, just feel into it. Choose the one that makes you excited to do it and go that way. And that way you're, you're going to look back six months from now and 
be like, how did I get here? Look at what I've done that I never expected. But if you never give yourself that push, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Yeah. Brava. <laughs> All right. So where can everybody find you? What do you have coming up that you want to talk about? And say our website is orangelightenergy.com. We also, we have a Patreon group, which is under Orange Light Energy as well. That great, that group is just amazing me more all of the time. Metatron is giving us messages for them, videos for them, rituals for them. We're doing something in our group this weekend. It's a ritual, you know, before we even meet, we're all going to go outside and do some work together and then come back and talk about that, sending healing energies. So that is, I think it's patreon.com slash orange light energy. Um, that's our main two. And then Jennifer, I'll let you talk about your. <laughs> and then if you, if you're on YouTube, I'm at Metatron is speaking. And then I'm also on medium as Metatron is speaking where I do writing. And then we have an Instagram account too, but it's under we orange light. Yep. Awesome. Ladies, thank you so much for being here with us today. This has been so thank much fun. It went so fast. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jeffrey. All right, you guys, thank you so much for being here with us on Something Super Spiritual. Again, my name is Jeffrey Peck, and we'll be back again next week. Have a great day. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, Sign up for my newsletter for bonus content. And to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now. Namaste. Namaste.